Previously on a gay and a non-gay. Twitter will not verify me and it's doing my head in. <laughs> Seriously, what is the problem? It, Who are they to say that I don't meet their requirements? A gay and a non-gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little couple, except they're not. Hi, welcome to the podcast. It's a gay and a non-gay. This episode is supported by Emerald Life. You can say hi to us both on Twitter. He's at Dan Hudson 123 and I'm at I'm James Barr. Did I get that wrong? Uh, that's Instagram, but... Oh, whatever. I mean, Twitter's at Dan Hudson. It's really hard to find Dan because he's not verified. Don't say, don't say anything. When are you going to get verified? I, can we not get into no, this? No, I'm again? really interested. I don't know. It's been a long time. Well, why, what, can you help I, me get verified? I don't even know if you're trying. I have tried. I've filled out this bloody form enough times. And then, <laughs> you, and then I just gave up. How many times? Why is it funny to you? <laughs> because you. Because I filled it in a lot as well. So imagine, imagine the scene if James hadn't been verified. I relate. Now. I relate a lot. You'd be climbing at the walls. How many times have you requested? You'd literally it? be tearing your hair. How out. many times have you requested? I, like, it? I think I did that four and then, right. I, then I just gave up. Yeah, lucky fifth time. Lucky fifth time, lucky. Can you, I can't not, do it. What am I meant to do? Well, I don't know. We know Bruce at Twitter, don't we? Just yeah, ask that's, him. That's, he's no use to anyone. I DJ'd at his wedding. I mean, he's no use to no one. What not, are you talking not about? in this context. Why not? Because he doesn't do that. He doesn't give out blue ticks. <laughs> don't call him Brucey Blue Tick. <laughs> what the fuck? I wish they did. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. Have you finished being a dick? <laughs> I'm not being a dick. Right, let's talk about what I was trying to talk to you about last week when you couldn't stop laughing about Christina What's Her Tits having a shit on her head. <laughs> what's her name? Christina Christina Hendricks. I'm so sorry I just said What's Her Tits, by the way. I've never heard that. <laughs> I used to live with this really posh guy and he sounded like a block drain. He was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And anyway, he always used to say that about everyone. He'd be like, oh, who was that guy you were hanging out with last week? What's his tits? Like, he used to say it all the time. <laughs> I need to talk about him, actually. Okay. It was a ride. This one time I came home and he and his, like, boyfriend were, like, naked in the kitchen. <laughs> Just completely naked. Like, oh, hello, James. I was like, um, hi. Well, did you pause to see if there was going to be a invitation to come in the kitchen no I didn't well, even think about to, that at the time well, you did you had to think about for 10 no, seconds I was thinking that, well, that, what I was thinking was would I have done that at the time I, I wasn't that didn't cross my mind probably would now <laughs> he used to call my friend's um, boyfriend roast beef he had this phrase he was like I like roast beef but I don't want to eat roast beef every day of the week as in why would you be in a relationship he used to think being single was better so he used to call him roast beef <laughs> His boyfriend was called Roast Beef. This guy sounds like a complete tool. <laughs> this was my gay upbringing. I don't, like, this, well, when was this? This was like, I don't know, 17? <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. Um, what would Talia be if she was a meal? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. I, I mean, should I start calling her Roast Beef? <laughs> no. Give me, give me an example of like, I don't know, a, a sandwich filling or a dessert. Okay, a fucking meringue. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? I don't know. It's just really funny. Because <laughs> it says a lot. But your relationship is really beautiful. I like a meringue. Yeah, I like meringues too. They're really delicate. Yeah. And visually pleasing. They're quite easy to make actually as well. It's really lovely. Well, thanks for that. Shout out to our producer, Meringue, for today's episode. 
don't forget to subscribe, like, um, rate, and leave us a review, and tell all your friends. What's the fastest cake in the world? I don't know. A meringue. I mean, I already know, because we've got the punchline from, like, <laughs> ten, 10 seconds ago. A meringue. Why? Because it, it meringue. No, you said it wrong. You said meringue. You should have said meran. Yeah, but that's not a dessert. That's how jokes work, Dan. What's the fastest dessert in the world? A meringue. No, the answer is meringue because it's got bran in no, the No, the answer would be meringue. No. Because then everyone would be like, oh, I see what you did there. Whee! Like a meringue, right? <laughs> what? Oh my God, this is... This is cr- I need to go home. Okay, I, I, can't, well. I can't do this anymore. Anyway, I want to get back to what we were trying to talk about last week. Surrogacy, because my housemates are having a baby via surrogate right now. It's just really interesting, isn't it? What do you think about two men having... What do you think about two dads having raising a child or two mums raising a child? What it's, if, if, like, a child has a loving set of parents who couldn't give a shit who... Yay. Like, Love you. Thanks, Dan. What do you want me to say? <laughs> oh, the gay, like... Well, yeah, like, what? No, I, I... No, I just... I'm happy to hear that. But what, what do your mates think? Like, what do the non-gays around you think of that? Because there must be some backlash because otherwise the Daily Mail not, wouldn't exist, right? Yeah, but not amongst people who I knock around with. Yeah, I'm just interested to like know because we all see these comments and people being like, um, "Oh, Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve," and you know, like, "Oh, this is this isn't what the Bible says," and blah blah blah, and all this bullshit like about whatever. I don't know. I can't I can't quote it because I block it out. But I know there are people that are against like Tom Daly and Dustin Lance Black having a baby because what? Because they're two gay men and people think it's wrong. Oh, who gives a shit? People just need to get a grip, don't they? I think so. Think of all the children that are like abandoned and unloved yeah but that's different that's adoption isn't it that's adoption surrogacy is different to adoption but i agree like yeah there's loads of children in the world that need love so you know you're helping you're helping people that's beautiful but i'm talking about surrogacy where do you know what that is yes i know what that is okay do you yes because i've chatted to my housemates a lot about it how far in the process are they they have a surrogate that they found through a charity in the UK or an right. organisation maybe called Surrogacy UK and they match uh, couples of all sorts of different shapes and sizes with um, ladies that want to be a surrogate and they then pay the expenses of a surrogate to have a child for them with their semen. And I think in most cases in the UK, although I'm quite ignorant to it because I'm not the one going through the process, the woman, the surrogate, uses her own egg. As opposed to what? As opposed to in America, where you would pay for a surrogate and you would then have to pay for a separate egg because it's illegal to use the egg of the surrogate. Because I think they had a case once where a surrogate wanted to keep the baby because they felt as though it was theirs as well because it would have been their egg. So there's a lot to go through. You have to find an egg, you have to find a carrier, a surrogate, and you have to then find, if you're not the man, you have to find a man to do the sperm. So like lesbian couples... Actually, for a lesbian couple, they would probably have their own egg, right? They would yeah. just have to they would have to go shopping for the man's sperm. But yeah, you can really pinpoint what you want in America. You can choose. Oh, I'd like the sperm of a blonde guy who's really muscular and very intelligent and earns over fifty thousand pounds a year. Like you can choose fifty thousand dollars a year. You can choose that. Whereas you can't do that in the UK. You have to just sort of go with what you get. Yeah. To be honest, it sounds like the admin involved in something like that would be off the chart. Yeah. I think that's what's so sad about it because 
for straight people. But there has to be. It's for a reason, you know. Yeah, I know. It's just so sad. Like, straight people can just... It's so... I think it's really unfair. I mean, it's the way it is. But straight people can just get pregnant drunk and then have a baby and be the most irresponsible parents ever. And yet, gay couples have to go through all this admin to, like, check their decent people. Yeah, it's the same with... Yeah, people that can't give birth naturally, you mean. Yeah. It's just so sad that that's how it is, you know, that that gay people... It's a real reminder of how difficult being gay is, isn't it? Having to go through that. Two unlikely friends take on the world. I was going to say, I originally, I was, like, judgmental about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe you should... Well, I think what people... What some people might think is... What happens if the woman decides that she wants to keep the child? Well, there's loads of forms. But I don't want to say that, really, because, like, we'll get killed by people who are like, oh, that's such an ignorant thing to say about surrogacy. I don't think that's that ignorant. I think that's a question a lot of people ask. I don't have that question, by the way. I just think that some people Well, okay, so actually, I I think that. So what's the answer? I don't think I'm being ignorant. I just don't know. Well, you sign a document, don't you? Well, I don't know. Do you? Yeah, well, of course you do. It's, I don't think that's an ignorant question. It's a concern I would have. Or do your friends have that concern? I don't know. I haven't asked them. Do you not worry? Like I, I, I'm worried to ask them questions actually because I feel like it's not something I'm going through right now. So it's not something I should really. I don't know. There's a lot going on for them. I don't want to add to their pressure. Yeah. So how do you feel about I it? I don't know how I feel about it. Well, what what like, is there I don't to know feel how, about it? No, I mean specifically like I love my mum so much. I can't imagine being a child without a mum. So if I was going through surrogacy, I mean, this is so hypothetical. When I have a husband and we decide to go through surrogacy, I would feel like I want my child to still have some kind of mother figure in their life because I think it's really important that they have that. But then maybe that's just a very close female friend of mine that is part of their lives. And and maybe actually we don't need a mother. Maybe we're all... But I, I just can't imagine my life without one. So I, I feel, I don't feel sad for children that have two dads. I think they're very lucky and I think that's beautiful. But I also feel like I hope they have, I don't know why though. Why do I think that? Is it is it wrong as a gay person to sit here and say that? Like we're all just finding all this stuff out ourselves as we go, right? But I feel like as a kid, when I was growing up, the stuff you tell your mom and the stuff you tell your dad and perhaps in... With two dads, there's stuff you tell one dad and the stuff you tell dad one and the stuff you tell dad two because they're different people, right? But I feel like the advice of a woman is different. I've been reading this amazing book at the minute called The Friendship Cure and in it there's a story about two women in Canada uh, called Natasha and Linda. Right. Uh, so Natasha became pregnant by a sperm donor and her colleague Linda volunteered to be her birth coach. Her birth what? Her birth coach. What's that? I don't really know, but don't worry. Wait, yeah. start again. There's a woman in Canada called Natasha, and right. she got pregnant by sperm donation. Okay. And her colleague Linda volunteered to be her sperm donor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know anything about the female body, but I'm pretty sure... A woman can't be a sperm donor. <laughs> Sorry. God, you're such an idiot. Right. Right. No, no wonder you don't is, want children. You don't even know how to make them. This is a serious topic, so stop laughing. I'm not laughing. I'm genuinely interested okay. in the story. Linda, Linda. Right, Linda. Shut up. Is Linda, Linda a lesbian? I've no idea. Oh, Christ. I've no idea. Okay, strap in, everyone. 
Natasha is pregnant. She asked her colleague Linda, no, her colleague Linda volunteered to be her birth coach, right? Right, okay. Then Natasha had this child, which is called Elan. Uh, and he's been born with like um, various difficulties. So he's got epilepsy, asthma, and he right. can't speak, and he's got visual problems as okay. well. Um, and sending love to that guy. Basically, what happened is uh, after he was born, Linda kept going round to see him every day. Linda's the because she only lives around the corner. The colleague, yeah, yeah, to see him, and they ended up bonding. And eventually, she would just go around in the morning and spend all day there. And they, right. got, they got on like a house on fire. Okay, and they ended up becoming like a family unit. Right, and because Natasha is actually a law professor, um, she'd heard of something called a Declaration of Parentage, which could basically, um, in theory, make them both legally his mother. Wow, and that happened. And they were the first pair of friends in Canada to legally become co-parents of a child. Okay, wow. Yeah. I just had this story at the top of my head because I'm reading this book at the minute and I just thought I'd share it with you. I think, well, firstly, that's amazing. And that's an amazing example of how all children deserve love. And I think that's beautiful. What's the word for a relationship between friends that aren't having sex? Platonic. Right, so they're platonic. They're a platonic friendship that have a kid. Yes. Amazing. Would you have a kid with... Well, that's what I'm asking you for, Dan. <laughs> I'm saying, do you want to have a kid? Uh, no. We're like we're platonic. This is... A, I mean, you've, you're saying yes, basically, by bringing this up, because you've told me now that there are there is a couple in the world similar to us <laughs> that are platonic that have raised a kid together. And you were asking me to move in with you. This is perfect. Let's raise a kid, Dan. It's Tally of the surrogate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Should we ring her? She will not want to do that. I'll put it in our, our WhatsApp group. I mean, I'll, I'll put it in our Facebook group. Who's going to give the sperm? Half and half. No, that doesn't work. Apparently, they, they don't. Oh, really? They kind of fight each other, I think. It's like some Game of Thrones shit. Right, okay. But of sperm. That's what I heard anyway. I mean, basically, we're very uninformed on all of this. But <laughs> it's interesting because, like, I think people are having these conversations. I, it would be great. To, if I if I wanted to have a kid, why can't I do it with my mate if I want to? Yeah, you can. Great. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's awesome. I really want to read that book now. It's great. How would they get their head around that? Like, oh, no, no, no. You've got two dads, but we're not in a relationship. And he, how would oh, who get the... the how would the, our child get... The a, child wouldn't give a shit because they're only, they honestly wouldn't care. Right. Because you, you wouldn't make a big deal out of it. You'd just be like, oh, this is... You know, I'm I'm James. I don't know. Like hi, you... hi, hi, James Junior. I'm James, and I'm gay. This yeah. is Dan. He's my mate. We do a podcast together. He's a non-gay. <laughs> okay, and we are your parents. Yeah, and be like, yeah, cool, whatever, whatever, mate. It's only other people over time that might make him go. Oh, that's a bit. But like at school and stuff, we'd both have to go to parents' evening. Yeah. Anyway, I'm very I'm very proud of my housemates for going through surrogacy and starting their family together i i can't wait i know they're going to be amazing parents and i'll keep everyone listening updated on their journey is that what they want <laughs> i did ask them permission to talk about it i think they think it's really important that it is talked about actually great find us on your socials at gay non-gay listen at gay or just search non-gay at your fave pod app